Welcome to Wine and Read. I am L.A. Sky. I am the hostess and I am also the author of the Today series. And you guys, in this podcast, I'm going to be reading to you the first book tomorrow from that series. And of course, I'm going to have me a glass of wine or maybe the whole damn bottle because this book is that hot, that sexy, and I'm just going to need it. So you guys sit back, enjoy, and let's turn the page. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Wine and Read. So, you guys, this evening, I'm going to be reading the second half of tomorrow. Um, I told y'all this chapter 21 is pretty long. Um, I don't know how long I'm going to last, but we go get through it. But before we get through it, you guys, if you've been following along and you're interested in this here series, you can check it out on L.A. Sky hyphen... Um, totally said that wrong. LA hyphen sky. <laughs> if you're interested in this series, you could check it out at LA hyphen sky.com, or you guys can also find the books on amazon.com. Um, so before I get into all of this this evening, you guys already know it's wine and read. So I've been sipping on my Jose Cuervo, the Rose Margarita. Um, you guys, so before I even started all of this, like your girl, I like to listen to music. Music is inspirational to me. Um, so I'm listening to my music, right? Prince came on. I was like, I just play my playlist random. I have my same playlist. I'll keep adding to it. Um, but Prince Purple Rain came on. And as I'm listening to that song, y'all know the last five minutes of that song is nothing but instrumental. And so it took me back to middle school. And you guys, I used to play the flute in middle school. And but you hear like the drums and the percussion. And I was like, damn, I want to be a drummer. Like I'm sitting here listening to it. And my body just get to moving. And I'm like, I'm invisibly, invisibly, but I'm here. What's the word? I am pretending to play the drums and All of that. So, y'all, I'm not playing. I really want to invest in me a whole damn band set, okay? A piano, the drums. Like, your girl want to get down. We could be the Jacksons up in here, all right? Um, Also, you guys, make sure you check out, go to my website if you are interested in these books. Um, As you know, they are all available in Kindle as an e-book. I said Kindle. As an e-book. Tomorrow is free for Kindle Unlimited. Um, And these are also available as your paperback. You guys, the next book in this series next time is coming very, very soon. Um, Like I've said before um, in the past episode, you guys, I'm done with next time. I'm just taking my time, just trying to do things right with this here uh, next book. And I've also started working on the next book after uh, next time, the second book. Um... I don't know why I said the second book because it's realistically the fifth. So, you guys, just make sure you check that out. And also the, the, the Today's Candle series, okay? Make sure you check out the Today's Candle series. Um, each candle represents each book uh, with tomorrow, yesterday, and today, and forever. Um, so, you guys know, I know, I know I've been saying this. Um, y'all bear with me, your girl has been, I've been drinking. I am like, not... I'm like not fucked up, but I have a buzz that is like on the radar meter. It's probably like you have buzz, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I love a good buzz. Y'all always hear me on the buzz. But tonight is like on that next level above the buzz. <laughs> if that makes sense. Okay. That's where I'm at. All right. Uh, so bear with me. Like I said, I'm going to get through as much as I can. Um, so, oh, you guys know that my mom is going to be joining me on chapter 22. So let me just share this with you guys real quick. So my mom, I don't curse around my mom. Okay. I know some, um, you know, people with their parents, they have that relationship. They could cuss around them and all of that, you know, cool beans. I'm happy for y'all. I don't want to say I wish I could, but I wish I could. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish I could, you know, uh, but that ain't the type of relationship me and my mama got. Like, we don't curse around each other. But she knows what these books entail. She already know, right? So for her to be on, and my mama cuss, so I don't want y'all to think she's like a bougie, but she's bougie, okay? Um, she's going to be coming on, y'all, and reading chapter 22. Uh, I cannot wait till I get into that chapter, y'all, because this whole story takes a turn, okay? Um, so... That's exciting, so I can't wait for y'all to hear that. Like, my mom's going to be saying, like, curse words. Me and my husband was just talking about it. He goes, like, so, yo, she she going to say all the words. She, yeah, yeah, she has to. She has to, and she is. So this is going to be exciting, you guys. Um, chapter 22 coming up. Like I said, chapter 21 is kind of long, so we're about to just jump right on in. I know I left off at one part right in the beginning, Um when I lost off on the last episode, but I'm going to just pick back up to a certain part. Um, we just go get it done. Okay. So let's go. We are on chapter 21. This is still Olivia. We sat up all night talking about the baby and our future. David called the doctor's office as soon as the sun peeked over the horizon. And like magic, they were able to squeeze me in this morning. He is already up and dressed. I'm not sure if he even fell asleep last night, but I know he is just excited and he has every right to and he has every right to be me. On the other hand, I'm exhausted. Get up, mama. He smacks me on the butt. OK, I say sleepily. Don't take too long. I want to take you to breakfast before the appointment. He says, standing in front of the mirror, fixing his tie. He is all business today and he looks so damn good. OK. Just let me hop in the shower real quick and I'll meet you downstairs in 30 minutes, I tell him as I climb out of bed and head into the bathroom. 15, Olivia, you know how slow you move. He walks towards the bathroom and peeks his head in to look at me. Well, get out. You're wasting time right now by running your mouth, I shout as I turn the shower on. He starts laughing. You look good standing there all naked and strong. <laughs> no, he <laughs> say all strong. You look good standing there all naked with my strong seed in your belly. He grins. I want to watch you lather up. David, get out of here. I mean it. This is what he does. He talks about me running late all the time, but he is the reason why I'm late for everything. He's distracting as hell. Okay, okay. You already wasted five. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay, you already wasted five. So 10 minutes, Olivia, he says as he walks out of the bathroom. What the hell? See, this is what I mean. 
Now I got a rush, because if I don't, he will seriously bring his ass back up here and start a countdown. I keep telling him I am not a part of his damn boot camp program. As we're waiting in the lobby for our name to be called, I see David on the phone looking up pregnancy information. I think is it's I think it's really sweet and cute that he is so into this. During breakfast, all he kept talking about was turning on the guest rooms, was turning one of the guest rooms into the baby's room, and how he is going to make sure that he is traveling less. Finally, our name is called, and we follow the nurse to our room. I put on a gown, and we wait patiently. Well, I do. David is up looking in the cabinets and drawers. I can tell he is just nervous and can't sit down. There's a knock on the door, and Dr. Klein walks in. Hello, Mr. Keene. My name is Dr. Klein, she says, reaching out to shake David's hand. Well, well, Miss Olivia. So your pregnancy test came back positive like you already knew it was. She sits down on the stool before grabbing the pregnancy, before grabbing the pregnancy test. When was your last mistress? Like, man, I can't even do this. I didn't got so. All right, you guys. So I had to come back the next morning to finish <laughs> this second half. <laughs> Um, last night, uh, your girl drank a little too much and I had to go to bed. I was tired. Um, so I'm gonna pick right up where I left off. And right now I have my coffee <laughs> and I have my coffee mate, French vanilla creamer. Um, I've said this before y'all, I gotta have French vanilla creamer. I cannot use regular coffee creamer and my coffee is disgusting to me it just it's not the same anyways okay all right y'all so I'm about to pick up right where I left off okay so your pregnancy test came back positive like you already knew it was she sits down on her stool before grabbing the pregnancy wheel when was your last menstrual cycle it was a week before we got married so June this is so embarrassing because I'm a nurse. I mean, like, who doesn't have a period for two fucking months and not notice? Me. All I can do was put my hand on my forehead to cover up my shamed eyes. David thinks it's funny. She stands up and walks over to the ultrasound machine. Don't feel bad. That's normal in your case. Having abnormal cycles can make it very easy to not notice. But we're about to find out. So go ahead and lie down. Mr. King, you can stand next to your wife so you can see the screen as well. This is the moment we've been waiting for. She squirts the jelly on my belly and placed the Doppler above my pubic bone. David starts squeezing my hand, and I look over at him and give him a smile. Here's your baby, clear as day. Do you see the heart beating? She turns on the volume. It is the most serene sound I have ever heard. The music of our baby's beating heart is the testament of a life we created together. The image is of an actual baby with little bitty arms and legs. It looks as though you are about 10 weeks, Olivia. Everything looks good, Dr. Klein says as she clicks away at the monitor. Whoop, y'all, this is supposed to be a quote right here. Apologies, here, here's the error. You're headed into your second trimester soon. How have you been feeling? Just really sleepy, lightheaded sometimes, but I have been drinking. I even had a drink last night before we found out, I tell her. Like what, wine or hard liquor? And how much? Dr. Klein asks. Just a glass a few times throughout the week, mainly with dinner. But lately, I haven't been able to stomach that. David looks at me and mouths. 
blush. Shut up, I whisper at him. That shouldn't be a problem. I'm not worried. And you shouldn't be either. The baby looks good and strong. She grins. Just no more drinking. So is it a boy or girl? David asks. It's too early to tell just yet. But just know whatever it is, the baby has a strong heart. Just listen to it. Life is a beautiful thing. She prints out a few ultrasound pictures for us to have and clean the mess off of my belly. She grabs the wheel again. Okay, you two. Your little bundle of joy will be here on or around the third week in March. I'm going to have my nurse come back with your script for prenatal vitamins and get you scheduled and get you scheduled for labs. It was nice meeting you finally, Mr. King, and congrats again. We will be seeing a lot of each other now, Olivia. Take care and call the office if you have any questions or concerns. She shakes mine and David's hand before she walks out of the room. David can't stop looking at the pictures the whole ride home. He actually let me drive today. So do you want to tell the family yet, baby? Maybe we could tell them after you get back from Dallas. I'll be three months in and we'll know everything will be okay. I don't want to jinx anything. Our little secret, huh? He brushes his hand over my thigh. When we arrive home, Gail is in the living room vacuuming the rug. When she sees us walk in, she turns off the vacuum. Hey, lovebirds. Gail is a character. She acts more like a mother rather than the housekeeper. Gail is in her early 60s and has a beautiful soul. She is very nurturing, but will give it to you when needed. Last week, she and David got into it about her cooking. I wasn't feeling well, and Gail made me some soup with kale. It was bomb, but of course, David said she put too much salt in it, and they had words. I was stuck in the middle, but ended up siding with Gail because the soup was delicious. I honestly don't know what he was talking about. I think he was just mad because she wouldn't share the recipe. So how was your visit, she asks. The only reason Gail knows about the pregnancy is because she saw the box in the trash this morning before we left. It went great. I'm 10 weeks. I hand her the ultrasound pictures. Two months, girl. Y'all young folks these days. She shakes her head and chuckles. I know. Don't judge me, please. I say as I plop down on the couch and get comfortable. It's a boy, David tells her. A boy? Really? Gail asks with joy in her voice. Don't listen to him, Gail. It's too soon to know. It's just wishful thinking on his part. David walks over and stands in front of me. I'm about to head to this meeting, baby. He bends over and kisses me on the nose, then moves down to kiss my belly. I'll see you later too, little man. As he is walking towards the front door, he looks over at Gail. Please try not to fix something that will run her blood pressure up. He shuts the door behind him. Girl, your husband is a mess. That soup was not salty, she says as she walks towards the kitchen. Just ignore him. I know I do. I yell down the hall. I start to feel my body drift off and there is no need to fight it. I wake up to the sound of gunfire and vibration on my legs. I open my eyes and David is sitting here playing a video game while my legs are resting across his lap. When did he get home? Hey, I say groggily. He looks over at me. I'm glad you're awake. I've been sitting here almost an hour all by myself. He sits down on the controller. You must have been really tired. I am. How long have I been asleep? I ask. Well, Gail said you passed out as soon as I left. So about five hours, he laughs. But it's okay because I want you to get as much rest as you need. He starts rubbing my feet. I will. I'm about to get up and cook something. I'm starving. I sit down on the couch. Don't worry about that. I grabbed you something. He gets up and walks into the kitchen, returning with two carry-out boxes. 
The rest of the evening, we just lay on the couch watching movies. I wake up to being carried up the stairs, not realizing that I have fallen asleep. We enter our bedroom, and David gently lays me down on the bed and tucks me in, placing his soft, comforting lips on mine. You need me to grab you anything? He asks. No, but don't start treating me like I'm fragile, David. I'm still the same as I was two days ago. I remind him as I gently rub my fingers over his beard. I know you're not fragile. Just let me do what I do, and you just be quiet. Deal? He bucks his eyes at me, hoping I'll just give in. My eyes roll naturally. Okay, but just don't start going overboard. If you can promise that, we have a deal. Explain overboard, he asks. Okay, like for instance, Derek. He was, he has very sneakily ended up being my bodyguard, David. And you know that I don't want him transporting me places. I know how to drive. It just feels unrealistic sometimes. I'm trying to make out the look on his face, but I don't think this is going to go in my favor. Well, baby, that's not going to happen. And you know that. So you really need to accept the fact that this is your reality. And he isn't your bodyguard. He's security. He says all serious, like what he is saying actually makes sense. David, I think everything is fine now. We haven't heard anything about Sylvester in months. So don't you think you can, so don't you think we can just relax a little, I suggest? No, I don't. His look is very controlled and stern. Just because he has been silent doesn't mean that he is less of a threat. When I get the information that I need, then we can ease up. But until then, baby, you and my baby are my top priority. I get it. I really do. So how about we lose the extra man at work and Derek can still take me but wait outside or leave, I suggest? I have had security on deck since we arrived back from our honeymoon. There is always someone in the lobby area posted in the lobby area, posted up and covering the exits. David has set up an agreement with hospital security about my personal safety. David's men are very low-key, and they blend in well with everyone else. Sometimes I forget they are there, but enough is enough. Olivia, no, I'm sorry. He shakes his head. Please, David, I'm begging, and I never beg. Please just have him wait outside. You can put the tracker on my phone like you mentioned before. I pout. It's already on your phone, he says, certainly. Hmm, I shouldn't be surprised, but I am. It's kind of sexy knowing he's watching my every move. When did you do that? A long time ago, and it doesn't matter. He rubs his temples. I can tell he is fighting this and stressing himself out. Fine. Derek will be stationed in the security room. You will have a silence alarm on you at all times. I have one put in a necklace for you. Once you trigger it, your location pops up. It will alert my phone and Derek's pager. He takes a couple of deep breaths. I know this is hard for him letting go of some control, but he is going to have to. All right, that's the best I can do. So follow the plan. Got it? He raises his brow. Yep, I love you. I say with a grin. It feels good to get my way. No, you don't. He kisses me again before he gets up to leave the room. I'm going to run to the office real quick and I'll be back, he says. He walks towards the bedroom door. Why are you going back? You just came from there. I ask out of curiosity. I have some shit moved into the shed and I need to make sure it's there. I'll be quick. I promise. He smiles at me. It's okay. Take your time. Good night. 
I roll over and close my eyes. Finally, some normalcy is coming back my way. Good night, baby, he whispers before shutting the bedroom door. David flew out yesterday morning for Dallas. This trip is a five-day business assignment. Hopefully, time will fly by and he'll be back home soon. The first night with him being gone is always the hardest. I sleep on his side of the bed because it smells like him and it just makes me feel like he is with me. I lay in bed all afternoon since I'm working an overnight tonight. Derek is in the front seat driving me to work since this will still... Derek is in the front seat driving me to work since this was still a part of the plan. You have the necklace on, right? You have on the necklace, right, Olivia? He asks. Yes, sir, I say playfully. I know the plan. If I feel threatened or whatever, just push the tiny button. David left me with a gold necklace with a cross pendant on it. In the middle of the cross, there is a tiny ruby, but it's the alarm. It's actually really cute. Okay, well, holla at me if you need anything. You know where I'll be. Here's your switchblade. Hide it somewhere discreet, Derek says. He is always serious, just like his friend. Got it, Captain. Anything else? I raise an eyebrow. Y'all got me feeling scared. I should have just kept things the way they were. Yeah, you should have, but this is the next best thing, know-it-all, he smirks. As we're driving through the traffic, I look up at him in the mirror. Hey, how come you didn't come over last week? I was going to until I thought about what you said, he looks up in the rear view. Then she went through my phone and flipped the fuck out and threw it in the toilet. He let out a sigh. Oh, yeah? What did she find? Some nude pics, I giggle. Yeah, that's actually what she found. Not of me, though, but of someone else, he shakes his head. Well, I'm glad that you didn't come by then. But seriously, why was your phone unlocked to begin with? Then it dawned on me. Derek likes crazy women. He gets off on that shit. He goes from one silly clown to another. I keep it unlocked because it's my phone, and if she wants to find something, she can. Shit, she knows what it is. They all understand that I am not tied down to no one. He speaks with a cocky tone. Well, I guess you will always have these problems then. Sounds like you need a tracking necklace for yourself since you refuse to leave nut jobs alone. I chuckle in my throat. You're right, sis. I need to get it together, but she is so fine. He shakes his head, enjoying the thought of her. Well, I'm sorry, but I don't believe you, I tell him. It's all good, though. You need excitement in your life, I laugh. Derek and I have bonded a lot over the past few months. Hell, we didn't have a choice but to bond. If I'm not with David, then I'm with Derek. He's like a brother. Now you know you can't bring her around. Oh, believe me, I know he says as he parks the car in the hospital garage. So far, everything is going smoothly, but I am so excited and ready for this shift to be over. I told one of the nurses that I'm going to take my lunch so that someone can monitor my patients while I'm away. My phone starts buzzing in my pocket. Hey, baby, I answer. Hey, love, how's work? He asks. Work, I sigh. I'm sleepy and hungry, the worst combination. Oh, I'm sorry, he says. How's my baby doing? Just fine, waiting on their mama to feed them, I laugh. I got the picture of the ultrasound in my phone as my screensaver, David tells me. I can feel him smiling through the other end. Oh, that's a good idea. How did you think of that first, I ask. I start walking towards the elevator. Because I'm awesome, 
he says all smooth like. Yeah, you are that. I push the elevator button. Well, boo, I know I'm about to lose reception, so I'll call you back if it's not too late. I love you. It's never too late for you, baby. Call me whenever you want. And I love you more, he says. Ding. Once the elevator door opens, I walk into, I walk inside and push the button for the ground level so that I can get to the cafeteria. As soon as the doors were almost closed, they open up again. I see a linen cart being pushed inside and a housekeeper humming a song while she enters. What floor? I ask, barely looking in her direction. The same as you. She states as she continues to hum what sounds like a nursery rhyme. The door is closed. I place my phone in my pocket when I feel a sharp poke in my arm. I immediately turn to look at my arm and I must have turned too quickly because everything starts to become blurry. I feel like I'm going in and out of consciousness. My limbs feel extra heavy and I can barely see the woman beside me as I try really hard to keep my eyes focused. I reach my hand out to push any button or reach for my necklace. I feel a hand grab me by the wrist. Uh Uh-uh, bitch, she says. The next thing I see is darkness. Look, y'all, that was all of chapter 21. Um, For some reason, when you when you're reading this on your Kindle ebook, it's like, you know, it's like all these pages and I'm like, oh, hell, this about to be three parts. But we actually got this done. So next chapter is 22. Can't wait to call my mom and be like, woman, open up that book. Let's get it going. So you guys, until next time, everybody stay safe and stay blessed.